And that's what they did. They didn't burn him at the stake. They literally put him on a barbecue. Lawrence's last words were, flip me over, I'm done on this side. You are listening to Holy Words from Holy Cross, the sermon podcast of Holy Cross Evangelical Lutheran Church in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. We hope you find these words a blessing in your daily walk with God. Please visit us on the web at www.holycrossnazareth.org or in person at 696 Johnson Road, Nazareth, Pennsylvania. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart, not be all else to me, save that thou Will you join me for a word of prayer? Gracious God, we are so grateful to live in a country where we enjoy the liberty to worship as we choose, as we feel called by conscience. And Lord, we ask that in this place and time we not use our freedom as an opportunity for license, but rather as an opportunity to receive what you are truly giving. And I pray that in this time the words that come forth from me will be your words. And anything that's not of you would be forgotten, but that what is of you would would grow deep in our hearts and bear fruit for your kingdom work. And these things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All gave some. Some gave all. Have you seen that as a bumper sticker? I remember the first time I saw it. Um, I was in the high school marching band. We had been called out for uh, Memorial Day uh, to march in the Memorial Day parade. We went to the local cemetery and there we helped lead some music um, at a service held there in the cemetery. And as we were marching into the cemetery, I saw that on the back of a Jeep that also had a Marines sticker. Um, And so it was the first time in my young life that I suddenly recognized why there was a difference between Veterans Day and Memorial Day. Um, I knew they both existed. I'd done all those things. You kind of grow up and you do what, you go through the motions of what everyone else is doing, but you don't think about what you're doing. And, And that day I realized that we had Memorial Day for those who had died for the, defending our country, and we had Veterans Day for all those who served uh, for our country. And that was to recognize that all gave some. When you sign up for the armed forces, you are signing up to make sacrifices. You may be called upon to make the ultimate sacrifice, to give the last full measure of devotion. But even if you're not called that far, you're going to be called to make some sacrifices. This became very real for me when my brother um, enlisted in the Air Force. My father had been in the National Guard, but he had already retired from that long before I remembered him going and suiting up on on the weekends. Um, But when my brother enlisted, uh, he ended up eventually in flying with the AWACS. Um, And so um, it was a wake-up call for our family when he explained to my mom that he would not be given a parachute because... The plane flew too high for him to bail out anyway. They would freeze to death before they hit breathable air. 
so that if they got hit, that was the end. And then I watched him make sacrifices all through his 24 years in that career where he would go on temporary duty, sometimes for six weeks, sometimes for six months in the Middle East, missing whole sections of both his sons growing up. If you remember back in the early 90s, uh, sorry, the late 90s, um, a giant F5 tornado touched down in Oklahoma City. The cone of where it touched the ground was a half a mile wide. And it stayed on the ground in Oklahoma City, crisscrossing the city for four hours. Oklahoma City was where my brother lived. And as, he, as that tornado was touching down, they were taking off from a field, uh, an airfield in Saudi Arabia on a 12-hour mission that entailed radio silence. So all he could do was watch while the, on the radar while the storm crisscrossed the city, tra tracking only about two blocks from his home and not being able to find out if his wife and children were okay until he hit the ground 12 hours later. Sacrifice. Sacrifice is what all soldiers... It's what they know they will in, that service entails, whether it's, they're called upon to give the greatest sacrifice or not. And our faith is replete with sacrifice. First and foremost, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ upon the cross for the sake of our salvation. The, the Lord should experience the torture, but also the shame of being convicted as a criminal for no crime. This is his greatest sacrifice, but Jesus sacrificed all through his earthly ministry. That's really what Christmas is about. We're, we're celebrating at Christmas the humility of a God who will take on our flesh for the sake of our salvation. And every time Jesus was hungry, every time he was thirsty, every time he got sunburned from preaching for hours in the sun, or every time he was footsore at the end of a long day, that was something that God Almighty should never have had to experience, but he did experience for our sake. This was God making a sacrifice for our sake. And thirdly, there's the sacrifices that we make in following after the Lord. It's not language we hear often anymore, but this part of the church, those of us who are on this side of the grave, are the church militant. We are the church at war. And our reading from 2 Thessalonians today reminded us that we can expect hardship and difficulty and opposition from the enemy if we are truly following our commander-in-chief. We are making sacrifices. And in the history of the church, those sacrifices, especially of the great martyrs, helped inspire us to greater acts of courage. And I know lots of them. I got to tell, we were, had a conversation with our sensei. I got to witness a little bit. My favorite martyr um, in church history is a guy named St. Lawrence. Um, he died in 258 in Rome. He was a deacon. Um, and this, this great guy, when he was asked to, um, the, under the Emperor Valerian, there was a big oppression going on, a big persecution. And they were convinced that the church had a lot of money. 
And we had a few rich donors, but not much. <laughs> so they, they knew this guy was a deacon. They brought him before the emperor and they said, you will bring to us all the riches of the church in three days. And I like this guy. Um, he, uh, he said, okay. So he went and sold everything the church owned. Gave it all away to the poor. Then he gathered the poor, brought them in front of the emperor and said, here are the riches of the church. <laughs> the emperor said, oh yeah, you think you're smart, Alec? Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to grill you alive in front of an audience. And that's what they did. They didn't burn him at the stake. They literally put him on a barbecue. Lawrence's last words were, flip me over, I'm done on this side. <laughs> amazing, amazing witness. Because he knew what was coming. Um, but most people don't know. When we tell those great stories, we think about them in ancient history, most people don't know that more people died as martyrs to Jesus Christ were killed for their faith in the 20th century than in all 19 centuries before that combined. A Lutheran pastor who suffered in a... Um, in a Romanian detention camp for his uh, faith in Jesus and his refusal to reject it under the communist regime, started a group called Voice of the Martyrs that tracks this, uh, tracks the persecution of the church around the world. And for this year's International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church, they released a short video um, about a particular situation in North Korea. And um, we're going to watch that now, Paul. If I ask you to do that, it's very short. Um, the conversations are... Uh, he has a Chinese accent, so listen carefully. Go ahead. In the primary school, we were taught that all missionaries were terrorists. They told us that a missionary will be nice to you at first, but when they get you into their homes, then they'll kill you and eat your liver. One day I asked why he would do this. 
for he himself was in great danger for assisting a North Korean. It is because I am a Christian, he said. That made me afraid. Was he going to eat my liver? One day, Pastor Han said to me, God is real. There is hope for every person. I could not believe he would say that word, God. Nobody says that word. We know it is an act of truth. To speak the name of God came into soldiers coming in the night. Pastor Han gave his life 
but he gave hope to me and to many other North Koreans. And despite the effort, present danger, many of us will continue to share the message that God is real. We hope that our sacrifice, when the day comes, will be worthwhile. Just like it was for Pastor Han. Why take such risks? Why stretch yourself out for people you don't even know? Our readings from Scripture tell us the answer. The first reading. When after 400 years of captivity in Egypt, God sent a deliverer in the person of Moses to bring them out. And Moses asked their name, Asked the name of God. God simply responded with the phrase, I am. I am who I am. That it should be treason in parts of the world to even proclaim that God is, is a wake-up call for us. And then, as Jesus reflects upon that passage as a rabbi in our gospel reading, and we learn that God not only is, but He is the God of the living, not the dead. That His desire is to give us life eternal is a message of hope that all of us, whether oppressed by a totalitarian regime or just oppressed by the nature of life in a dog-eat-dog world, it's a message we all desperately need. And that we need to share for its true riches to be born in our lives. All gave some. Some gave all. As we think on the little sacrifices we are asked to make, to get up a little early, one day a week, to share our time doing something we might rather not be doing, to give a talent we hadn't thought about to a service we hadn't thought about, to give to Operation Hope Chest, or to give a turkey, or to give some, a gift that will go out to make sure others are hearing the message of Christ, as we'll do next week with our Sunday of Thanks. As we th- reflect on these sacrifices, let us remember our brothers and sisters who give far, far more. But most of all, let us remember the one who gave everything for our sake that we might have life eternal. Will you join me for a word of prayer? Gracious Lord, we live in a land of plenty 
and there is so little we are asked to sacrifice. Lord, help us to have a heart like yours, to take up our cross and follow you, to make your way become our way, because you've taught us that when we give something away for the sake of others, it's never truly gone. And Lord, we ask that you bless us as we seek to be like you. Keep our eyes fixed firmly on you so that what we do, we don't do hoping to earn something, but rather we do it knowing that we're just adorning the work you've already accomplished for our sake. Bless us with a generous heart, O Lord, as we seek to be your disciples in this world. We ask this for the sake of Jesus Christ, our Savior, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Not be all else to me, save that thou art. Be thou my best thought in the day and the night. Waking or sleeping, thy presence my light.